yesterday was a crying type of a workout. And I'm still trying to figure out why I had to write it out. And I actually think I came, I came to a conclusion. I think I've kind of figured this out. And the interesting part is the way that the mind works, and this is me just being a nerd now, but the way that the mind works so rapidly for us to go from point A to point Z down a negative self-talk rabbit hole is very powerful because I walked into the workout very excited, very pumped, a little tired. So physically I was drained. My body was kind of drained from lifting previous days, especially in my back, my lats, um, my core was really tired but more so my back. And I walked into the workout yesterday feeling excited because we were doing legs and we were doing squats. And I have this big goal of wanting to achieve a squat goal. And my workout partner is helping me on that route. So I thought today was going to be another notch heading to that goal. And it was, I'm my first thoughts is to say it was not heading that way after the, after today. But when I look at it, I did learn something. I learned something about the entire process. So anyway, let's go through the whole story again. Like I said, the, so if we break it down Saturday, Saturday, I did back Sunday, we did heavy legs, which was a reverse hack squat uh, for our one of our main lifts. And I could feel my back was already fatigued from Saturday's upper body session. And then Sunday made it more fatigued. And then Monday, we went back to upper body for more extreme lat activation and growth. And now Tuesday, here we are. It's supposed to be a squat day. So my body is already tired and I could feel my back was in that recovery process. But again, like I said, I came in on Monday and I wanted to push for my goal or get closer to it. Maybe not complete the goal. I knew I wasn't going to complete the goal. I knew that, but I wanted to push towards it a little bit more. And after the first warm up set, which is a set at this or a weight at this point, I can do fairly well. And I'm not the best squatter. So I have technique issues with my squats. So this, this weight, I should have been able to do fairly well. And immediately after completing it as just a warm up set, I was not feeling strong. I wasn't feeling secure in my ability. I was afraid of getting injured, which I'm always afraid of getting injured when I lift. That's a story for another day. But I knew I had to complete this assignment. Like it was four sets of eight squats. And I knew I had to complete this and push through it. And literally after the first set, the negative door started to open. And I was trying really hard to close that door. I was trying real hard to close that door because I knew I have three more sets of this. And we're going to go up in weights. That's what we're doing. <laughs> There's no other determination, but we're going up in weight because we're training. We're training hard. The second set comes, I, I see the weight that goes on the bar and I stand up under the bar 
And that weight, which at this point, the weight was not my heaviest I've done, but it, it's it's heavy for me. Um, and I stood up and that weight, oh, excuse me. Okay, heater came on and it's really loud and annoying. So the I stood up underneath the bar and the weight feels absolutely crushing under my entire body. And I try so hard to stay engaged in my core and, and stay erect in my back. And from my back already being fatigued, I literally felt like a noodle, a noodle swaying underneath this bar with this weight. And then my mind, that door, that negative door, my mind is going, you are about to get hurt. You're about to get hurt. Even though we were squatting in a very safe place, like I couldn't see any of the safety protocols that were already there. Like my workout partner was behind me. I was doing squats to um, a a chair. It was a, a stool. We had the safeties right there. So if I had to fail and she's taught me how to fail, that was the thing. She's already taught me how to fail appropriately. But for some reason, my brain was like, you're about to die. (laughs) You are about to die underneath this bar. And I do the first rep and it, it felt as if the entire world (laughs) was placed on my shoulders. And I knew if I didn't stand up, I was going to die. So my mind was going, you can't do this. My, I couldn't engage my back, which therefore meant I felt really unstable. I couldn't feel my hips connect. I couldn't feel myself screwing my feet into the floor. I just didn't feel any of the technique things, the technique protocols that she's taught me, like they went all out the window. And my body and brain knew if you don't push this up, you're going to get hurt. And again, being hurt is my, one of my biggest fears because I was constantly hurt all last improvement season. I was constantly hurt because I wasn't engaging the right muscles. So by the third set, so we do the second set and I just tell her that was really, really heavy. So we go to the third set and I'm, I'm still pushing this negative door, these negative thoughts as far away as I possibly can. And again, I go underneath the bar thinking I've perhaps did better with keeping my mental fortitude strong. No, I lift it up. I, I get re-engaged again underneath it. I lift the thing up and it is another crushing amount of weight that I feel on my body. My legs literally felt like toothpicks. My core felt like a cooked noodle. It it needed to be a dry noodle so it could be straight. And it felt like a cooked noodle where if you just pick it up and you slightly press it in between your fingers, it just ruptures. That's everything felt like that. I didn't feel strong. Um, I didn't feel like I could push this. So I, I do three reps. I do three reps. The first rep, it was okay. Second rep, here we go. Third rep, I complete it. And my negative self-talk door is thrust open. And every type of frustration, emotion comes flooding into my brain. And when I say flooding, I'm talking flooding into my brain. As I'm standing with this weight on my back, knowing I have to do five more effing reps, 
<laughs> to get this done. And all I can do is stand there and shake my head. And I'm hearing my workout partner give me the encouragement that I need. She's right there. Again, all safety protocols are in check. And I just could not see myself do this. I was so physically drained. And that led to mental tiredness. And then it my emotions just hit. I re-racked the bar and all I do is hunch down after re-racking the bar. So the bar didn't follow me. And I, I just do this soft cry like, oh, okay, are tears, you know, spilling out of my eyes and they're landing on the platform? No. But thank goodness I have a hat on because I could do the whole put the lid of the hat down so you can't see my face. And I'm pissed. I'm pissed. And me being pissed turns into anger. And well, anger and pissed are the same thing. But it turns into tears. It turns into emotional uncontrollability. And I just can't control my thoughts. And that's what really, really got me. I could not control the negative roller coaster that when that door opened up, everything just flooded. And the more I tried to suppress it, which I know this, this is the thing that's now that I think about it, I'm most annoyed with. I know if you suppress your thoughts, especially if if we're using um, uh, a physics law, I mean, every act, action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if I'm suppressing my thoughts as aggressively as I was, those thoughts are pushing back against me just as aggressively. And at that point, because my body was so fatigued, I couldn't feel connected. I didn't feel strong. I felt weak. I And then that led to me feeling not independent as a strong woman. And yes, folks, these are the types of things that my thoughts go to. Because my back was already fatigued, okay, from previous workouts, and this roller coaster of negative self, self-talk, it landed into, I am not independent as a woman. I kid you not, that is how the thoughts go. And the aggressiveness of me trying to suppress them, it, it just, oh, it's raining. Um, suppress them just pulled it all the way up. It literally pulled it up all the way up. So I'm hunched over, crying at this point, you know, my workout partner is talking to me and I finished the rep, you know, she, she helps me finish the rep because I knew if I did not finish this rep, it was going to be way more detrimental because my brain would know it is okay to stop. It is okay to quit. And I'm not about that life. <laughs> I am not about that life of, oh, it's okay because it was really, really hard. No. Everything in life is really, really hard, and you have to learn how to deal with it. So if, if you want a breakdown of how the thoughts went, it, it goes, literally my brain went like this. You won't achieve your goal. This weight is too heavy for you. You've reached your potential, and now you have to accept the potential that you are forced at. You always need help, and independence is not for you, and you're not strong. Like that's, that's the negative roller coaster of thoughts that my brain went on. And I'm kind of bouncing, you know, all over the place with this. Um, but it is, it's something that happens. 
You know, it's something that happens. It's something that everyone goes through. And this whole concept of you should just always live positively and never have a negative thought. It's not about that. You're going to have thoughts that are maladaptive. You just are. You're going to have thoughts that throw you off your game, that make you think you're less than. But the real lesson is how do you come out of that? How do you have the solution? Because it's going to show up again, right? The the journey of growth in life is not to it's not to say nothing bad is ever going to happen. It's to know what tools do I have in my toolkit? So when this does happen, I know how to handle it. And at that moment, this was one of the first times that I had to experience again. Uh, well, should I say again? I would say this was one of the first times I had to experience strong fear of lifting weights because I was tired, but I knew I could do it. And in previous experiences of lifting weight, my brain already knew I couldn't do it. So I was more afraid of just getting hurt and I wasn't putting weight on. Like I wasn't putting any weight on. It was a struggle for me to squat the bar for a long time because I was not engaging my body right and different injuries came up. But this time was one of the times I knew I had the strength that I could do this amount of weight and I couldn't. And it really felt as if my, excuse me, it really felt as if my goal of what I wanted to do was drifting away. (laughs) It was like drifting away from me. And that became like seeing my goal drift away from me became after all the other thoughts, you know, from physical to mental to emotional, it became, you are not independent and you are not strong. You're not an independent woman and you are not strong. And then I had to, you know, get that back. But anyway, so set four, cause that was set three. So set four rolls around. Um, I regain my stubborn self as what my workout partner calls it. My stubborn attitude of shut the F up and we're doing this. And I slapped literally pimp slapped those thoughts out of my head. Um, we return and we finish, you know, it wasn't the best four sets of eight I've ever I've done. And, you know, it wasn't the nicest. It, it, it wasn't pretty at all. (laughs) I went right back to the floor and was pissed and still very emotional over what, what lesson I learned. And the lesson was that progression is not linear. You know, even though I know that I teach that to my own athletes, that progression is not linear. I have to teach this to their parents as well, that no matter how many times you show up, you are not guaranteed nor expected to be rewarded for progress. That no progression is not linear. Consistency can be linear. Like you can make consistently consistency, very, very linear. Because you have absolute control over that. You're either consistent or you're not. There, there's no other choice. You're consistent or you're not. Progress is not like that, right? It doesn't come when you want it to come. It doesn't come when you want it to show up. It's, it's, it's the consistency factor that you have the absolute control over, 
right? And consistency does have a determining factor in how your progress goes, but you are not going to be able to control that, right? And at that moment, I think I wanted to control that, oh, I did this weight last time, so therefore I show up again with my consistency, so my progress should increase as well. And no, it, it didn't happen. And, you know, it's not a bad thing. Like that was, that was another lesson that she taught me. It's not, it's not a bad thing that progress is not linear, even though I know this. And, and it's so funny because we all know the lessons that we know, but when they are thrust upon you to learn them, it's like you're a brand new beginner, a brand new beginner. And after that emotional release, and y'all, this was, like the third exercise. No, we did glute activation, warm up, leg extensions. And yeah, then we went into squats and we had so many more things that had to get done. But after that emotional release, I had to remember you must respect the progress because again, like I said before, pro progress is not something that just goes up into a straight diagonal uphill slope. It doesn't work that way. And you have to respect the process and the progress of it. Um, and I had to remember that linear progression is a lie that we want to be told. You know, we want to be told if you just keep showing up, you're going to, you know, get da, 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 da. But the part of that sentence that is forgotten is or the part of the sentence, let me rephrase, the part of the sentence that we add to that is, if you just keep showing up, you'll get X, Y, Z at your time, right? On your schedule. That's the part of the sentence that we just tack on without really any knowledge. We just tack that on. And that's not true. The sentence should be, you'll, if you keep showing up, you'll get X, Y, Z at a undetermined time. And it doesn't matter how many times you show up. Like if it's not time for you to hit it, it's not time for you to hit it. But you are progressing in your consistency factor. And remember, that's the only thing you can control, consistency. So I would, I, I'm very proud of being consistent with squatting and getting comfortable with a little bit more weight on my back. Um, I'm proud that I got to practice my mental skills, mental skills training, even though I was not expecting to practice them. But hey, that's how you learn. You you learn in the moment, not when you are prepared for the test. You know, you learn in the moment. And I think uh, I think we're good. I woke up today. My back is still absolutely sore sitting in this chair. I can feel it. And it'll be fine, though, because tomorrow we'll recover. Today is rest day. Bless it. Tomorrow will be, um, I mean, today is recovery day. Tomorrow is, who knows? Be legs or upper body, one of the two. 